0: I want to begin by asking, have you ever changed your mind about something? Hmm. For me, it was definitely Disneyland. Full, full confession. I was never a theme park fan. I mean, long lines, expensive corn dogs, over animated adults in costumes. No, thanks. But all of that changed when I became a dad. Seeing the joy that a place like Disneyland brings to a bright-eyed little girl was something that made me change my mind about the most expensive, I mean, the happiest place on earth. Have you ever changed your mind about someone? You know, this is harder to do. And this was a challenge a particular group in the Bible was facing. Who were they? The religious leaders of Jesus' day, the Pharisees. Um, And what exactly were they having trouble um, changing their minds about? Well, really, their challenge was that their views of anyone who didn't fully align with their worldview and beliefs, um, they were having trouble thinking about them. But their disagreements manifested especially about the things that Jesus was saying and doing, and especially around the people Jesus was doing good towards. So let's begin by revisiting one of our focus verses for the year 2024. It's actually a part of a string of parables that Jesus offers this group of disgruntled leaders. Luke 5, 37 through 39 and no one puts new wine into old wineskin for the new wine would burst the wineskins spilling the wine and ruining the skins new wine must be stored in new wine skins but no one who drinks the old wine seems to want the new wine the old wine is fine they say the illustration jesus gives is actually quite simple and it would have been very easy to understand Uh, by Jesus's audience. Why? Because they all knew that wine skins were made out of animal skins that only had the ability to expand once. They also knew that new wine would be poured into these wine skins and they would eventually um, expand due to fermentation, the fermentation process and the gases it would release. In other words, New wine needed new wineskins due to its ability to expand. Old or used wineskin, because it no longer had the ability to expand, could not hold new wine. And therefore, it would be completely impracticable, impractical, even wasteful to put new wine into old wine skin. Well, what does this all mean? Well, it could mean a few different things, but at its very basic level, Jesus is teaching, you can't experience new, my work, my plans, my purposes, while holding on to the old, your views, your traditions, your self-formed beliefs. In order to experience new wine, Jesus' work, you must become new wineskin, moldable vessels. Now, How do we do that? Well, we must be shaped by the way, truth, and life of Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. Wow, that was way too churchy, but can I get an amen from your kitchen? All of this is particularly important when it comes to how we see others. Let's look at one example that happened earlier in the story in the same chapter, in Luke chapter 5. It says this, later, as Jesus left the town, he saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at his tax collector's booth. Follow me and be my disciple, Jesus said to him. So Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Later, Levi held a banquet in in his home um, with Jesus as the guest of honor. Many of Levi's fellow tax collectors and other guests also ate with them. But the Pharisees and their teachers and the teachers of religious law complained bitterly to Jesus' disciples, Why do you eat and drink with such scum? Jesus answered them, Healthy people don't need a doctor, sick people do. I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners and need to repent. Again, Jesus in this story is doing something new. He is inviting people of publicly known with publicly known sinful lives into a relationship with him. If you don't know, tax collectors were hated for stealing money from their very own people. They were both considered both thieves and sellouts because they partnered with Rome, who was the politically powerful of their day. Yet Jesus invites one of these tax collectors into relationship with him. His name was Levi. He's also known as Matthew. And he does this with many others, and in doing so, he transforms them. They change their ways. They are made new. And it's because a relationship with Jesus should always lead to transformation. And yet, here were the group of religious leaders who were not able to embrace what Jesus was doing because doing so meant changing the way they thought of these other groups. You see, their old view kept them from embracing the new. You can say that they were old wineskins unable to hold the new wine. Jesus is teaching us in order to embrace new, the work he is currently doing, we must be able to see the new, see others differently. Because many, not just the Pharisees, couldn't see others differently, they missed out on the work that Jesus was doing. And could it be that the same is true today? Could it be that Jesus is inviting us to see others differently? I believe it is. In a time of cultural tribalism, clashing ideologies, heightened days of division and discord, Towards the other, could it be that Jesus is calling us to live differently? Could the work he is currently doing involving those on the other side, and could it be that we risk the danger of missing out on that very work unless we learn to see differently? So here is my one big question. Who is the other you need to see differently? I invite you, this week, to do three things. The first one is to examine. Who is my other? Who do I classify as unredeemable, out of bounds, dare I say, maybe even scum, the language that the Pharisees used? People are too far gone, whose worldview or lifestyle are in complete disagreement with my own. Who would I be offended by if my closest friends began to do life with? You know, we all have this other. And so examine this week, who might that be for you? Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal that to you. Secondly, I invite you to pray. Pray something like this. God, reform my thinking around this group or person. God, open up my heart to the reality that you came to rescue all of humanity, not just the people who I deem savable. Tell yourself if I was eligible for redemption, so is fill in the blank. In your prayer, express words of repentance. Telling God you want to change your thinking around people who Jesus has come to, come to call into relationship with him. And last but not least, the third thing I would invite you to do is to embrace. Embrace the possibility that God is calling you to a new way of seeing others. And I know this is a process, but it can start this week. Jesus, he doesn't just want um, us to see others in a way in the same way that he sees them. He wants us to act towards them in a way that shows his love for them. I mean, this could be you intentionally making space and time to hear their story, understand their views, or simply finding ways that you have a common experience or experience the world in a similar way. Or catch this, it could be as simple as beginning a relationship with them. You know this, the prerequisite to loving someone is not that they align themselves with your view of righteousness. Jesus invited Matthew into a relationship with him before his transformation occurred. We too can invite our others into relationship and allow God through the Holy Spirit to do the transformative work. First in us, then in others. Our purpose as a church is to love God and love people. And if we are truly going to be about our purpose, we need to see others in a new way the Jesus way, the way of grace and truth. Let's not, Evergreen, miss out on the new that God has for us in 2024. Will you pray with me? Father, we are grateful for the grace that you show us through your son, Jesus Christ. We're grateful that we're able to reflect on the way you loved and the way you lived and the example you gave before us. Help us once again, God, or for the first time, to be inspired to live the way you do and to see others the way not only you saw them, but more importantly, the way you treated them, the way you behaved towards them. Help us to be in alignment with your will for our others. And in doing that, God, and in Um, examining and praying and embracing the other, I pray, God, that we would be transformed and we would be more drawn and more in love with who you are. I thank you for everyone here connecting with us today, and I pray that this message would bless them. In Jesus' name, amen.